going back to uh, Waylee, and uh, you mentioned that you trained with her yeah. many years ago when she first was starting out. And I've the crazy part about her is I never have ever talked to her or actually yeah. met her. I've seen her fight twice live, and both times she's won titles. The right. first fight was TFC when she came to Korea and she fought for the the strawweight title wow. uh, a few years back. I saw her get that win, get that title, and then Beautiful. I was in in Shenzhen when she became the first, yeah, basically a uh, Asian champion, not even Chinese yeah. champion, just yeah. Asian champion ever. Yeah. And I was there for that cage side, dude. Good uh, point. Incredible talent. Good point. I didn't even think about that. That that's true. She is a first Asian champion, right? That's yeah. that's incredible. That's even more incredible. You seeing her, you trained with her in the beginning, and now you see her as the UFC champion. How different was she from back then? Or did you always know like this girl is gonna be the champion no matter no matter where she goes, it's UFC, Bellator, it doesn't matter. Well, you know, I'll say this. In the beginning, when I first came here in 2012, there weren't that many gyms. One of the top gyms then and now is China Top Team. And so when I showed up, man, you know, I, I went straight to go train over there at China Top Team, and it was all beast there, man. Uh, Zan Tietran, he was in his prime then. Uh, Li Jiliang, he was just coming up, but he was a beast, man. It was all those kind of guys in there. And then there was one girl, and that girl was Zhang Wei Li. She was the <laughs> only one. She was super – she's actually – she was really quiet then, uh, but always polite. Like, always polite, very quiet. Uh, hardly heard her talk during training. And I think then she knew she had to catch up on a lot. She had like a stand-up background, like Sanda perhaps. But most of these other guys, like I said, Titran came from wrestling. You know, Legion Lan came from wrestling. I came from jiu-jitsu. So I think she was just – she just wanted to absorb grappling as much as possible. And she – what I would say about Zion Wei Lee then, this is back in 2012, 2011, 2012, was she was so humble – and so such a sponge, man. She would never. She would do everything we did, like everything, man. If it was eight rounds of sparring, she did eight rounds of sparring. If it was, you know, running sprints, she would run sprints. And again, for all those people, and I, you know, like I said, she, you know, people that ask me about her, you know, I've been asked about this recently. When right before her first fight, I got some interview requests, um, you know, talk about Zhang Weili stuff like this. And what I will always say about Zhang Weili, and this is for anybody that thinks they want to go into MMA. You know, follow her path, man. You know what I mean? Like, follow her path. Be humble. Be a sponge. It doesn't matter what kind of champion you were before. We're talking about now. Go in. Keep your head low. And make yourself a part of the team. And train your ass off, man. You know, I, I can't, you know, she worked as hard as, and so you see the success of Lee Jin Leung. You see these guys. That was all done 10 years ago, bro. That was all done eight years ago. So, you know, Zhang Weili, from when I knew her, eight years ago, the success she has now was what she was doing eight years ago training with the best guys possible never complained um you know incredible and uh going further on that like i said so later on i ended up hosting jujitsu tournaments here in beijing and she came to one of them and those went she might have already been the the korean champion at that i'm not sure but it was around that time and same thing man she asked for no special treatment she asked for no special rules she entered the bracket and she just fought anybody that showed up man and now I'm 42, bro, and I'll tell you, man, you know, I can say this now, like, and we see it with Conor McGregor, we see it with some of these guys, like, confidence is 99% of this thing, man. You know, obviously, you got to have skills, you got, but true, real self-confidence, you don't really see it, even at the UFC level. So I've, I've worked as a fighter, I've worked as a coach, I've worked as a referee, I've worked as a judge. And John, I'm telling you now, like, now at 42, like, 
the ones that's truly special ones, you know, they all train hard, they all work hard, but the truly special ones have this self confidence and self belief that, you know, even the top tier, the 99%, like they can't match it. And that's what makes Connor special. I think I've never met the guy, but that's what to me makes Zion Wally special. She truly has a special self confidence. You know, like when she came, my tournament is a nothing tournament. You know, it's just like a little regional tournament. Uh, she has, she had everything to lose. Everybody knew who she was. And, you know, I think I tried to talk her out of it, actually. I remember, like, she's like, hey, man, you know, I want to come tournament. I was like, man, I don't know. You know, people are going to be watching. It's a lot of pressure. There's no money involved. And she she showed up. You know, she fought a tough judo black belt. I think the judo black belt, I still remember the match. The judo black belt, I think she she was trained by a national team coach. And I she might have been national team herself. Zhang Wei Li ran at her, bro. Zhang Wei Li ran at her, man. And so at that point, this is before she had fought in the UFC. I remember thinking at that point, I'm like, I'm like, this person, this girl, this woman, she's she's gonna do damage, man. Because one, she trains hard, harder than anybody else. Two, she humbles herself. She's she listens to coaching. Three, she doesn't make herself special. Like she will go to these events, sign up weigh in do everything that everybody else does and after after the after the tournament i gave her a big plaque you know she you know she you know she again what what i'm trying to say is she doesn't make herself like what's the word i'm looking for she she puts herself in the position to be like to succeed through hard work and humbleness and actually doing it and what a lot of people want to do now is they just want to skip it they want to skip the hard training like Right now, there's a guy. I don't want to say his name. There's a guy that wants me to help him find fights, but he he's only had two fights, and he wants to fight. He only wants to fight like ex UFC or ex Bellator fighter. I'm like, man, like, what are you talking about? I'm like, man, like, pay your dues. That's what I was saying before. That's what I say. Zion Willie has paid her dues in every way possible, man. You know, she she's coachable. She trains hard. She doesn't ask for special um special you know rules like. You know, so for me, she's impressed me in every way. And then the last way she's impressed me, I haven't seen her in a couple of years now. But before she fought uh, her title fight, like I said, all of a sudden I'm getting these interview requests from media here in China. I'm like, why are they calling me? And it turns out in her in her conversations with these media reporters, she has told all of them, like, I was, you know, one of her first grappling coaches, you know. And for her to remember me after all these years, you know what I mean? I have nothing to do with her UFC success. I have nothing to do with any of that. Uh, for her to remember me. It really says a lot about her because a lot of guys now, like they come to your gym, they don't know, they don't even know how to put their gi pants on straight. Really, they put them on backwards. Then they go win a couple of tournaments at white belt. They get to blue belt. You know, they beat some other guys and and they forget you, man. You, you don't even. They will not say your name. They will not tell anybody about you. You know, it was all of them all along. They they were the gifted chosen ones. You know what I mean, <laughs> but Zon Willie, again, like I can't say this enough, man. Like the champion every way um you know if you if you want me to say that you know it's cool that she's a champion yeah you know i'm happy for her even cooler for me as a coach as a human being really is she remembered the time that we spent together that we shared together on the mat um when she didn't know how to do you know basic chokes that we did it together you know what i mean and the fact that she can remember remember me now after all after all those years like Special place in my heart, man. And, you know, I'll, I'll always cheer for her. And people like her. You know what I mean? And people like her. Yeah, what is the, the popularity of her from what you know in China? Is it is it that massive where, you know, like people like to... There's a lot of overhype by 
sure. certain people in the organization, you know, and you don't know if it's yeah. real or not, especially in China. Is it real? Yeah. Well, in China, she's got her her uh, social media is blown up for sure. Like mm-hmm. so like celebrities here, they all know her, I'm sure. Like, you know, the people that follow sports know her. Now, the general public, MMA still is just a it's you know, it's not a major sport. The big sports in China are soccer. So the soccer stars, everybody knows about NBA, everybody knows about but MMA here, you know, it's still a, a very fringe sport. And, uh, you know, will that change the future? I don't know. Especially now. There's going to be no events here for a while, man. So when she fights abroad, the fight fans will watch her, of course. But, you know, the average person on the street, they don't, they don't even know what MMA is, bro. You know, they don't know what MMA is. But I think she has a huge following with celebrities. You know, definitely. So, um it's going to take time. Actually, you know when uh, I was at UFC Macau, it was the China Ultimate Fighter finale. And so one of my friends was fighting. And Dana White showed up. That was the night when that was the night when uh, Tyrone Woodley beat Dong Young Kim. Yeah, yeah. If you remember that event. But anyways. Hey, that's post- when I started journal- MMA journalism, that event. Oh, did you? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? There you go, man. We- we've been in many of the same places, my friend. <laughs> But I remember actually very distinctly at the post-fight conference, uh, Dana White was up there and somebody asked him, you know, because uh, it was the Ultimate Fighter finale. They were like, okay, so what do you think about China now? And he said something very – I think it's very true. He said it's going to take time, man. He goes, when they went to England, when UFC started lifting off in America, they went to England and they said all of England, there was only one MMA gym. You know what I mean? There was only one. He said it took a long time, but look at the results, right? They had Michael Bisping after that. But now you got Conor McGregor, whatever. And I think that's going to be the same thing with China. Like, now you have this champion. Now you have this fighter that's brought awareness to the sport. But it's not going to be overnight. You know, it's not going to be overnight. It's going to take uh, It's going to take more time. But is she popular in a fight, in the fight circle? Of course. Everybody knows who she is. Uh, I would say she's an inspiration, a hero to anybody here that follows fight sports. Um, the general person that follows sports on Weibo, Weixing, they know who she is, of course. Um, I've seen her, her uh, platform blasted, you know, over here. Celebrities, I would say, yeah, they all know her. But as far as the average person that just walks down the street and reads the newspaper, probably not. Probably not yet. It's going to take well, time. It starts right there, man. Where the the sports fans first, the yeah. sports fan that just watches sports in general, they know who she is and yeah. kind of follow her. That's where it starts. That's actually that's the middle point. Once you get there, then sure. you get to the point where you're. The whole yep. country knows who you are. You're yeah. like on TV shows, and yeah, and, yep. and that's when that's when it's gonna blow up. And I think yeah. she's on her way. I think she'll be, sure. in my opinion, I believe she'll be the first legend status. You know, a fighter that's legend status. Yeah, she will be that person. I I feel like I feel she has yeah. the skills, and she yeah. like you said, she has the the attitude <laughs> and the the the, the mental side is strong to where she'll have a long career yeah. and. And I think that um, this 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 is just the beginning for her. Well, I'll, I'll say that going back to your question about this thing, and this is unprecedented. You know what she's going through, what we're all going through here. You know, like as a fighter, because anybody, I don't care how how cool they act, man. Like everybody, like going through training camp. Like I said, there's injuries, there's hunger, there's you know exhaustion, and that's just through normal times when you could still go to Starbucks, chill out, sit down. And like I said, that was a big thing for me, man. When I was training and fighting, like all right. It's been a rough day. Oh, man, okay. I'm, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to enjoy this. Uh, I'm going to go to the mall. I'm just going to read the newspaper, have a coffee, just just relax. Now we don't have that. Now she doesn't have that. Now fighters don't have that. So, But if anybody can get through it, it's her, man. You know, it's her. And, you know, she's got this wonderful story, man. And she's she'll 
like I said, man, she truly will fight anyone. And she will fight them hard. And she's humble. She's polite, well-spoken. So it, if that's not a recipe for being a superstar, a legend, then I don't know what it is, you know? Yeah, it's it's going to be fun to uh, yeah. see her journey. And, and hey, yeah. man, you're, you're a part of it. And you never yeah. know in the future you could be part of it again. Who knows what's going to happen? You never know. Yeah. Funny things have yeah, happened yeah. throughout the years. Yeah. But for yourself, Chinese MMA... You've seen it from when they were yeah. just beginning to now, and it's incredible. It, does your it's, mind is your mind is blown by how fast, yeah. right? Well, for me, like I said, when I first came, like I said, you know, I was at China Top Team, and it was like, you know, you had these group of guys, and you're like, but back then they weren't really leaving China to fight. It was just starting here, you know what I mean? So you're, and I had come from the scene in America, you know. So when I right before I left America, I was training at Extreme Couture. So in the training room, you had Michael Chandler, you know, Gray Maynard. You have these guys, you know, the 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 best of the best. So when I first came here, I was like, you could see obviously there's a drastic, you know, pretty drastic uh, difference in experience and whatever. But then you see the way these guys are training, man. And like I said, like Lee Lan's that way too. Leech, like he'll fight anybody, man. He will train anybody. He'll fight anybody. So at that time, I was like, you know, like I remember Leech telling me, Lee Lan telling me, he goes, yeah, I'm going to get into the UFC. I'm going to do this and that. And I was like, and I was comparing my head. I was like, all right, well, how would this guy do against Gray Maynard? You know, like, oh, not, pre- pre- not, pre- not too good right now. But through sheer hard work, through determination, through training, through listening, like look where they're at now, man, you know. And like I said, uh, what people don't know, like uh, Leech, his teacher, uh, Ted Tran, like before he made it to – he was the first actual Chinese fighter to make it to the UFC. This dude was fighting in the Philippines. He was fighting anywhere. Again, he, and remember, this is, you know, this is before pretty much YouTube. Whatever. Who are you going to YouTube? You, know, you don't know who your opponent is. You're just going to go to the Philippines. You're going to fight somebody. You, know, you, you have to win. And they did it, man. You know, they did it. Leech, you know, they were fighting in Legend. They were fighting all these different shows. Mm. And they had to go Hong Kong. They had to go Philippines. Zhang Weili had to go Korea. You know, they're going all these places. They don't know who their opponent is, really. You know what I mean? They didn't know. And they did it. So, to me, like I said, am I surprised that it happened a little bit? Because at that time, like I said, they didn't have a lot of experience. There wasn't a lot of uh, – there wasn't any jiu-jitsu events, really. There wasn't any MMA events. But they grinded, man. They did everything they could. And – now they're in a position, you know, now they're in that position. So, 